planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, this is Carla from the Butcher Baby. This is George Corp from the Fisher from Kelma Corp. Hey, this is Rex from Kill Devil Hill. This is Wednesday at 13. This is Jackson Devil Driver. This is Odorous from Water. Listening to Rabbit Noise. On Rabbit Radio. Turn it up. Welcome back to Rabbit Noise. That was the Master Butcher's apron by Carcass, who will be shredding across the country next month with Napalm Death on the Death Crusher Tour. And joining us once again on the show is the one and only Bill Steer from Carcass. Great to have you with us again, man. How you been? Very well, thank you. How about yourself? Very good, thanks, man. So as we mentioned, you're hitting the road with Napalm Death on uh, one of the most anticipated tours of the year. Both legendary bands on one bill. And uh, i got to say, we're getting pretty spoiled this time around, man. Uh, could we possibly see both bands join forces on stage for a, a monster jam, considering you you know, you know, were a member of Napalm years ago? <laughs> well, anything's possible. I, I mean, I guess, you know, <laughs> as you're probably aware, it's not the most obvious type of music for jamming, but uh, you never know what we might come up with. Yeah, we'll just take it as it comes, I guess. Well, and that'd be pretty cool to see, man, getting up there and... Uh jamming out with those lads something special for us Aussies but I mean I guess as I said we're getting spoiled as it is so can't ask too much can we (laughs) (laughs) well I don't know I mean I think uh, often with these things like if if somebody's going to do a guest spot on a tour it's a lot down to just whether it's the sound check time to to get your heads together and figure something out Um, so yeah it's usually just a practical matter I guess very true oh well I guess we'll have to to wait and find out but uh, last time we saw you guys down here was, uh, of course, on your headline tour in support of Surgical Steel. And during that show, you messed with us all by playing some uh, techno music over the PA, which was uh, pretty <laughs> pretty funny. Uh, what other things have you done over the years to, uh, you know, get a bit of a rise out of your fans? <laughs> yeah, isn't here to answer that one. Um, goodness. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um I mean, that incident that you referred to, yeah, I think we had a brief phase where uh, we'd leave the stage and uh, AK or Salman would put on something uh, kind of offensive to people's ears, uh, <laughs> just for the sake of reaction. But, um, yeah, I don't know, really. I mean, I guess if you go back to the early days of Carcass, you know, the three-piece days when it was Jeff, Ken, and myself, um, I guess we liked pushing that kind of imagery, the stuff that you see on the early album sleeves. That was our idea of, uh, you know, what was messing with people's heads or whatever. And then I think by the time we had Michael on board, we were actually doing some kind of crude slideshow with some of those images. I definitely remember we we did that in the States, like we'd hang up a, a white backdrop and project these images onto onto it. And then as the years got by, we sort of got a little bit more focused on the music, I guess. Um, and I think Jeff's tried to bring it all together somewhat in recent years, you know, when we when we tour, sometimes you have some of those old elements that we, we used to have just mm. done in a slightly more professional way. The the practical joke on uh, your crowd, that was, I, I thought that was gold. 
Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah. And, of course, you know, the, the visuals and everything as well on the serious note, that was, uh, you know, because that was, as I said last time, that was my first time seeing Carcass. And uh, it definitely did, didn't disappoint, man. It was it was probably my favourite show uh, of of the year. Brilliant. Well, that's high praise indeed. I'm pretty sure this one's going to be uh, right up there as well. So, you know, you got your original banner back last time too, didn't you? We did, yeah. I'm sure you, you have kind of heard the story behind that. But when we played Brisbane the first time around, uh, somebody stole it immediately after we played. I mean, and I, I mean... Within a couple of minutes of our leaving stage, the backdrop was gone. And we just couldn't believe this because the, the thing was huge and it would have required a team of people to get up there and remove it. And then they would have had to get up the stairs past security. Somehow they did all of this in, in a matter of a few minutes. And uh, yeah, we never saw the thing again <laughs> until last year. And uh, I guess the guy was a bit sheepish. He didn't want to return it in person. So I think he patched it up in a box and then dropped it off at um, an off-license around the corner from the venue. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, we very much appreciate it. <laughs> Obviously, times have changed and we can't use that backdrop anymore anyway because, you know, the whole fire regulation thing is so strict these days. Mm. But it's, yeah, it's nice to have the thing back, <laughs> that's for sure. Even after all those years, I mean, that was that would have been pretty unexpected, but that's that's pretty damn cool that you've, you've actually yeah, it's got quite, it Yeah, it's quite touching that... Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just nice that the guy cared enough to do that. Um, you know, we're not going to hold it against him. You know, we'll do stupid stuff when we young. I mean, just listen to our early records. Or is that it haunted him for like 20 years? He felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I, I hope not. I mean, Christ, you know. If that's the worst thing he ever did, there's nothing to worry about. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got it back, though, man. And uh, wh- where is it now? Is it like in, in the uh, hung up somewhere or is it in a shed or? Um, none of us have a place that's anywhere near big enough to hang that thing. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's just folded up and stored away with some of our gear right now. Oh, well, man, that, that's awesome, man. Well, uh, when it comes to touring, uh, you know, you're away from home for long periods of time. What's the one thing that, you know, you take with you that you can't live without? Let me think. Oh, um, I mean, I guess there's obvious things like music, you know, but I mean, you know, you can carry music around with you on your phone. So, I mean, my mind would be loaded up with, you know, a good chunk of my record collection. But I think if you're asking about things that are less obvious, probably just something like a, a bottle of Tabasco sauce. Um, you know, because sometimes you're in a place and the food just needs a little bit more kick um, and they don't have any hot sauce. So I just like to be prepared for those situations. Okay, so sauce. And you, do, do you put that on the rider, though? Do you usually have... A, you have to have that? Um, well, sometimes I think it might actually be on the rider now because in the past I used to just throw it in my wash bag just to be safe. But uh, <laughs> the last couple of trips we've done, we have actually had hot sauce waiting for us, so that's brilliant. <laughs> that's awesome, man. What else is, uh, say, on your rider? You know, you, you request, have your requests changed over the years? You know, what's, what, what's a must to have for you guys apart from hot sauce? It's it's fairly predictable stuff, you know, mostly booze. Um, Jeff's quite partial to uh, that bourbon, or I mean, whatever you call it, yeah, Tennessee whiskey called uh, Gentleman Jack, you know, the stuff that Jack Daniels make. I prefer Scotch single malt, so we, if we're lucky, we get both of those. <laughs> um, 
And yeah, it meant it, it's just the usual suspects, really, just tons of beer, a fair bit of water. Um, Dan the drummer likes Red Bull for some reason. And there's tons of vegetarian food because several of us are vegetarian. But it's pretty dull. <laughs> there's nothing outlandish on there. Are you, are you a vegetarian? Did you say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I say that, it's just a convenient way of putting it. I mean, I'm not what you'd call a strict vegetarian because uh, I'm, I'm not forever reading the ingredients on packets. Um, and I do wear leather shoes, but I just don't eat meat or fish. You know, I, I just don't like the texture or the taste. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been doing this since the 80s, so I guess it's just habit now. Well, there you go, man. That's something I didn't know about you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome, man. I, I got a few uh, veggie friends myself, and uh, a few of the hardcore vegan ones too. They won't touch anything. They're yeah, the ones... well, yeah, we used to do that. Yeah, Jeff and me were both vegans for a few years. Um, and I, yeah, I take my hat off to anybody who's still at it. It's it's very commendable. But um, yeah, I think I just hit a wall with that one. Yeah, it would be hard, man. I I couldn't do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm total carnivore, but, <laughs> you know. So, well, your last release was uh, the Surgical Remission Surplus Steel EP, which had, you know, some tracks recorded during the Surgical Steel sessions. Have you guys got plans for a, a full-length follow-up to Surgical Steel in the near future? Yeah, we do. Nothing concrete, though. It's really early stages, but um, Dan and myself have got together a few times and, and blasted through some new tunes. And... Uh, I'm imagining in the summer, um, when the festival season's on, we'll have a little bit of time during the weekdays to work on more stuff. And we'll, we'll just, you know, do it as we feel it, really. Um, I couldn't tell you exactly when we'd start work proper in terms of recording, because that's a long way off. Um, the one thing we don't want to do is rush, because uh, if we're going to take the trouble to make a new album, it has to be worthwhile. You know, we can't really just play it safe and do a similar kind of recipe to the previous record it's got to be substantially different yeah i guess we just you know you're very aware of what the best use of your time is and um to make another album i mean it's something we'd love to do but we're not going to take it lightly if you know what i mean mm. well man if if it's anything like surgical steel it, it's going to be amazing because you know that was my top uh album of the of that year when it was it 2013 wasn't it was when it came in. That's right, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's scary. Um, I know. It's well, no, thanks for that. I'm really glad you liked it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're still, we're still relatively satisfied with that record, but at the same time, there are things we would do differently now. Um, I think that's really what happens every time you make a, a recording. You come away with a few little lessons you've learned, and hopefully you'll be able to apply some of those next time around. Well, man, it sounds like uh, it's going to get real interesting. I can't wait to hear what you guys are working on. You know, I don't care if I have to wait another five years. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm really it's... hoping it isn't that long. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, yeah. let's, let's go on a bit. No, trust me, I'm getting itchy feet already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll give you six months. Let's let's just go with that, hey? So, <laughs> Well, uh, we're going to go to the track granulating satanic dark mills from Surgical Steel now. Thanks for hanging with us tonight, Bill, and we'll see you in Brisbane at the Hi-Fi on April 19. Yeah, looking forward to it. Cheers, bye. Planning on travelling this summer? 
Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 